you so much, Ija, for joining us on another episode of Bold Swims Off the Rack, where we talk about fashion, sustainability, inclusiveness, diversity, all the things fashion related in the business. Uh, we've brought on different community partners, affiliates, and brands. Um, so I'm so excited to have you. I know that we've been in communication a long time. Um, again, <laughs> even, <laughs> I guess, during COVID when we, when, you know, we came down to participate in the first ever San Diego Swim Week. So I'm glad to see that you're continuing it uh, with your second year. So why don't you introduce yourself? Um, hi, everyone. My name is Ija and Ija Mojus, and I'm the founder of San Diego Swim Week. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for having me. Uh, I mean, last year, it was a pleasure having you at our show. I mean, we had 13 designers. It was it was an amazing I would say as a first year doing show, just, I know I probably was like, I wanted to have five designers, but as the pandemic rolled out and things happened, I don't know, I would say, why am I nervous? <laughs> yeah, the pandemic kind of changed everything. And yeah, this is your baby. You don't need to be nervous. We're all friends here. Just tell me kind of your, yeah, your vision for the brand, why swimwear, why, you know, why did you have to do it in San Diego? Like, I would say I started San Diego Swim Week because we live in San Diego. It's a beautiful city. I love swimsuit. I love collecting swimsuit. I know I originally wanted to start a swimwear brand, but I realized that wasn't for me. Then I was like, how about I do another event that was that would bring in all the designers. We get to celebrate their creativity. And we also celebrate not just designers, but models as well. And that's where San Diego came to be about. San Diego Sumi came to be about. And I didn't think it was going to have as huge buzz as it did take on the first year. Where we had so many applicants, whether it's models, designers, and people that want to be a part of the show. So I was just so happy how San Diego has accepted it and how everyone is loving what I'm doing. And it's truly been fun doing what I love, I would say. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I know I had a lot of fun when we first got in communication and then just kind of seeing you progress and seeing all the visuals and just everything that goes into running and producing a show. Um, how did you find your, I guess, passion for events and show production? So I didn't even think I was into doing events. <laughs> I think I just kind of fell into it. Um, I modeled for about at least eight years. And then I've competed in the pageant industry where I was Miss Belair USA. And then I competed for Miss California USA. So I, I think that modeling, being behind stage, being on the runway, and then also doing the same thing with beauty pageants where I competed internationally representing my country as Miss Grand South Sudan. It has taught me so much from being backstage, on stage, preparing to be on stage. And I realized after I came back from competing internationally, like, I want to produce pageants. And that's how it started. I was producing state pageants in California and Nevada. And I ran a successful one because I had two Miss USA's and one Miss Grand International. So I felt like I have reached my limit when it comes to producing pageants. So when the COVID happened and I couldn't produce pageants anymore, 
I guess my creative side just kicked in. I was just like, I'm going to go full force into producing the fashion show that I've always wanted to do. And at that time, right before COVID, I got into a car accident where I was hit. I got a, my car settlement and I was just like, I'm going to invest this money into the fashion show because I know this is what I've been wanting to do. There's no point of buying a car now during the pandemic. Let me just move forward with producing my show. And that's how San Diego Sumi came to be during the pandemic. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Like, the pandemic produced a lot of companies or spurred a lot of entrepreneurs to kind of make that that leap forward. And, you know, it's definitely unfortunate. I'm glad that you obviously survived with your life and you're still <laughs> as beautiful as ever. But just being able to go into a full business with a lot of moving parts, you have the designers mm -hmm. and the models. How do you make that process? Is that selection process easy of the brands and the models that you want to work with? I think last year, I know we did have a big pool of selecting. And I think this year is also the same. The pool has expanded. But I think it becomes more fun because now I get to learn about so many new brands that I didn't even know existed. And they're doing this. They're in the same field that I love. So it's kind of fun discovering new models, new designers, new faces. And I don't know. It gets me excited. <laughs> I know there's, there's, of course, going to be some difficult people to work with along the ways. But I think that's what comes um, that's what comes with any job or any gig or any project that you put on. And I, I know that I do have a lot of patience as well. So that kind of does help me <laughs> in that department. Exactly. You're going to have to have a lot of patience. There's a lot of different moving parts. There's a lot of people, creatives. We tend to be more sensitive about our, our, yeah. uh, our art, uh, which our is baby. <laughs> wearable, almost performance art in a way. So yeah, we can be a little bit sensitive about our baby. So you, you definitely handled that show in all its complexities in your first <laughs> show ever with a lot of grace. Uh, I think we talked about it a lot afterwards and, you know, when we asked for feedback and how to make things better for this year. So amazing to see that you, you know, you took that challenge on and you didn't stop. Um, just because it was hard and you kept going. That's very true. Um, I think right after the show, I got sick because I was just doing so much at the same time to the point where I was like, I'm going to take a couple of months off. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> like people think like just because you have passion for what you do, that it doesn't exhaust you. You don't wear down every fiber of your body and your being. But yeah, like shows are exhausting and i just attended a one in arizona and i've attended a few in the uh, past and yeah man they do you like so as a participant i couldn't even imagine you know i was tired for like a week and i'm like no <laughs> everything that anybody wanted from me after i was like no can't do it and like i literally slept avoided the computer everything and then <laughs> And when people ask me for shows, I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. Like, it just takes so much out of you. So as a producer, I can't imagine how tired you were. It really does. I was so tired mentally, physically, to the point where after the show, I mean, I think it was Sunday was the last day where I slept and I think I forgot my phone. And it was the day of my birthday, too. So I, <laughs> I forgot my phone at the restaurant 
and everyone was looking for me apparently in the city. I don't know what they thought happened to me, but I was just sleeping. <laughs> what's that meme where your mom thinks you've been kidnapped yeah thinks, you know what's really happening you just sleep <laughs> yeah it was just like guys i'm tired i don't want to talk i don't want to do this and after for two months i literally did not want to open my laptop at all i've taken a break from social media just to like come back and kind of get back into like the mindset the right mindset which i'm i'm glad i did do that because it does now it made me more excited um and during that time like it made me even want to it i guess it helped me be more creative on what i want to do for this year so it was perfect producing shows i'd say it's fun but behind closed doors there's so much that <laughs> oh yeah i don't People- know if i can share but i was <laughs> There's, it's a madhouse sometimes in the backstage. <laughs> sometimes, like I, people ask me like, "Oh, how's the show going?" And I'm like, as a designer, depending on how you know everything's set up, and it's great. But as a designer, you want to kind of see your styles walk down the runway. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like you're mentioning, you know, you're running around with the models backstage. Somebody's not where they're supposed to be. They had to go to the restroom. The stuff, like last minute rips and tears and strings and makeup t- it's it's cr- like i say video um because the last one my husband asked me he's like what's going on back you know how's the show and i'm like this is this is this is what's happening right now like i'm <laughs> weeding my way through a sea of people running helter skelter models running to the runway brands getting lined up like it's always chaos always chaos it's true but, but it's I'm- a lot of fun <laughs> it, it is a lot of fun and i think i like the adrenaline rush about it too <laughs> it's it's a good feeling I, I i guess for me that proves that i am doing something i'm yeah. doing something great and i'm having fun and if it makes me nervous if it gives me the jittery then it i'm in the right <laughs> exactly if you, if your dream doesn't scare you it's not big enough that's very true and i know san diego's gonna be terrified me in the beginning because i was like i don't know how i'm gonna do this covid Who's going to want to support me? What designer is going to want to be a part of my show? Especially as a first year. You're like, there's this other bigger market that everyone goes to. How can I compete with them? And then you, I decided just to be myself. Clearly work on my vision on what I wanted to do with San Diego Sumi. And that has alone helped draw in the right people for me that want to be a part of my show part of my event so I'm very thankful for that <laughs> absolutely so how does so we know one of the biggest swim weeks ever is Miami I feel like Miami has kind of like a staple on that but how do you see yeah. the vision of San Diego swim week moving forward the vision I have for San Diego swim week I mean I know it, this is my second year I don't know if I'm being too I guess the word Greedy, but I know within five to six years, I do want to be on the same level as Miami Swim Week, just to draw in not just local, national designers, but international, and bring in. I do want to improve San Diego, not improve San Diego's um, tourism, but I do want um, San Diego Swim Week to draw in many tourists from all over the world just to come be a part of the show. I want to get the city involved as much as possible. So I know I got a long ways to work, but the goal is to reach 
the ultimate of like being as a household name as Miami Zoom make. That's amazing. No, I love that. And it's not being greedy at all as thinking, you know, strategically and thinking forward thinking, right? Yeah. You know, if you can, you can't think small, think to, you know, to have these big goals and to achieve these big goals, you have to think equally as big, right? So yes. I had a similar vision when I started Bold Swim. I wanted to be the swimwear brand for sustainability, right? Mm -hmm. Not one swimwear brand that has any part of the market, right? There's kind of all these different fashion houses and they have different brands and, you know, there's a lot of different things happening in designer brands. And absolutely. Um, so I was like, you know what, I want to be, you know, and I still like you, I have these goals of continuing to include the city, include different, um, you know, charitable organizations to give back and to support body positivity and youth and women um, working in, in inclusiveness for the LGBT plus community, all mm -hmm. of these things to give back to the local communities in which we, you know, operate. I'm um, in Los Angeles uh, and you're my neighbor. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, like closing the gap between, you know, bringing them more towards getting the city involved and, you know, essentially becoming an employer for, you know, the people that we employ, like we're talking about models and contractors and event, you know, Oh yeah, goes on to you know putting on a show. That is very much true. I mean, I I would say this year venues were very, very accepting, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> mhm. Mm and I, go ahead. Well, no, I just love that San Diego has very been accepting this year, and they're welcoming me. Like this year, we got so many elite venues that wanted want us to be a part of their event where they have cut down the costs very much just so we could advertise for them and post and do all these things for them. So it's we're definitely on the right track. <laughs> I love it. I think that businesses have been more um, willing to partner in the last couple of years because they see that, you know, the demographic and their customer base is changing. So mm -hmm. they're partnering with smaller brands to be able to bring in a new group and give us the facilities. And that's part of, you know, the support and infrastructure we need, um, it doesn't take away any more business for them and, you know, helps kind of share that customer base. So that's, that's amazing that the city has been so supportive. Yeah, that's very much true. Yeah. And um, so tell us more about, you know, here we talk a lot about sustainability. That's our focus here at Bold Swim. That's one of the ethos and why we started our brand. Do you have any component of sustainability in show production? And if not, what is the long-term goal or things that you're thinking through as, you know, you went from your first show, you saw kind of the ends of it, the things that you want to bring forward, the learnings. Um, what does sustainability look like for you as a show producer? I know last year that was something that we didn't even think about, but I know we had probably one to two designers who were, very about sustainability and i know this year we actually have more designers who are so driven and focused on sustainability and, and it's not something that i've thought about well maybe because i've thought about it because fashion nova like there's that fast fashion pollution and i know i last week it was like in april i met with one of the designers who was holding the earth day cleaning and she just kind of I guess it was something I've never thought about doing with my show, but she's just 
reiterated the importance of also caring about the earth and how sustainability is not just beneficial to certain people, but to ev- to all of us who are living in this planet. So I think in the future, I will implement things that would be dedicated to sustainability. But at the moment, I know I do not have anything in place for it. But I know I do have designers who are very passionate about it. And I'm full on supportive of what they do. Absolutely. I think that there's, you know, it's a different animal. It's one with, you know, production and fabrics and material. But for a show, it's a little bit different, right? So um, some suggestions, if you're open, is like maybe partnering with hotels and uh, venues that use sustainable you know, less energy um, or certified sustainable brands. There's a lot of hotels now kind of mm-hmm. jumping on that. Uh, we did a show with Miami Swim Week mm-hmm. um, two years ago now, and their focus was diversity and inclusion, and they were certified uh, sustainable hotels. So venues like that, making sure like the waste afterwards, um, you know, from a show is taken care of. Um is there a way to rent flowers instead of buying live flowers? All these things that go into the production, yeah. right? What happens to the waste and the materials used um, in the show afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. The ticketing process, is it paper tickets? Is it electronic tickets? Like there's so many components I know that you're more familiar about, but just thinking about those things and how you can be sustainable as well as supporting the sustainable brands that participate in the show. That's very much true. I guess I would say I think we are, but it's not something like I would, I guess, was just thinking about how I was already like us going, doing the whole, we don't have printed tickets. We don't do certain aspects, but I know this, I'm very open to learning more and kind of improving and also joining the sustainability world eventually. Exactly. And then that's the process, right? It's not a judgment. It's not meant to be, you know, it's sustainability is a journey. It's a marathon, right? It's not a sprint. It's, you know, every day there's new things and that helps us support the infrastructure and help kind of move forward from there. That's very true. Everything's a marathon. <laughs> everything. Everything is not overnight. Um, you know, these things didn't happen yesterday. <laughs> So, so it's a long time in the planning process. So I think that you're right by continuing to observe things as they change and evolve for you and mm-hmm. what that looks like. That's very true. I know I'm always lear- open to learning. I mean, because I feel like when I came to America as a 12-year-old who didn't know how to read or write in any language, I've always felt like I was behind so I've always wanted to learn more from people. I've always wanted to read more. I always wanted to just go out of my way and kind of feel like just so I could catch up and then also exceed at what I'm doing in education and life and all aspects of life. So life is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> Absolutely. that That's an amazing story in itself. Like how, you know, you came here as a 12 year old and now your event producer i see you social active on instagram and everything and you're always smiling and have a great attitude so no wonder things are going your way because you're such a genuine and sincere person <laughs> thank you well, tell uh, us our- what's next <laughs> next i would say there's so much happening i feel like the year is just kind of going by so fast i blinked and it's may i blinked it's june but <laughs> 
I know we have next week we have our casting call for our first event, which is San Diego Sumi Collective. I know I last year our designers wanted more events, wanted to do more things. And this year I decided to do a smaller event as a preview of what's to come in July for our main show. And this year we have so many speakers from designers to our sponsors and just to like a, a beauty queens. Like I have Miss USA coming in to be a part of our show. She's going to be on the panel of speakers and then she also she's also going to rock the runway. So our first event, I'm super stoked and excited about it. I know it's going to be a beautiful day. That would be our first event. And then our second event would be in July, which is our three-day event, two days of fashion. And the last day would be more of a sip and shop. I'm excited for those as well. And yeah, I think that's... And then we have, we have other smaller private events, whether it's yacht parties or um, designer dinners. So I think this year is going to be an amazing year for San Diego Swim Week. We've definitely stepped it up and improved and I'm just kind of ready to see what San Diego has to offer. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Like the yacht parties always look so fun and I'm like, Oh, I need to be there. I need to <laughs> do something. And when you were coming to LA, I was like, Oh, I'm already out of town traveling, but eventually, eventually. That's, that's very amazing. true. <laughs> There'll be more yacht parties. I, I mean, these yacht parties now they want us to be there. I'm like, okay, that sounds great. <laughs> So it's it's nice to have people also wanting to be a part of the event. It makes it more exciting, I would say. Absolutely. No, that's so amazing. So I'm so excited to be a part of one of the private events that you're having. Um, can't wait to come down, take a little breather, do the five preview look for the season, um, and just be a part of your community as well in San Diego. That's true. I know we're happy to help you you know welcome you back to san diego again <laughs> it's a little different than la but it's it, i'm gonna i'm excited to have you and all the other designers june 5th i think it's gonna be a great day for everyone to learn the story behind each brand and why you guys even started and i think that's important sharing our stories and that's how we could all learn from each other and kind of improve and then join force and make magic <laughs> exactly i couldn't have said it better myself well Ija, thank you so much for being a part of our community we can't wait to share on your success with this year tell us where the show is how do we follow you guys and keep up with the progress how do models and designers get um, to be a part of the casting process is it closed um, all of that good stuff so i'll say our social media we're our Instagram are, is our main hub, is where we get our models, most of our designers, because I think we live in a world where so, everything is visual. Um, so our Instagram is SD Swim Week, um, and it's the same with Facebook, SD Swim, Twitter, SD Swim, or YouTube. Those are the best place to reach us. But also, you could check us check us out on our website www.sandiegoswimweek.com For designers, we are still accepting designers until May 20th. Um, I do want to lock in our designers early just so I feel like I have time 
to um, be able to work with them, advertise them, and just kind of put the best foot forward for them. And for models, at the moment, we are casting models. We, we're going to have two casting calls this year. For June 5th, we do have a casting call in May, which I am going to invite all our designers who are in local to come and kind of select their models. And then those who are out of state, I'm going to help them select their models. So I'm excited about that. Um, and our next one, I, I would say our event, June 5th, the location is going to be at the inn at the Rancho Santa Fe. It's a beautiful resort in one of the wealthiest city in San Diego. And the way we have the event set up, it's going to be outdoors in a beautiful white tent. I, I think it's going to be a nice, lovely day for everyone just to kind of network. For July event, we have one of our venue sponsor, which is Lucy Loft. It's a new venue in Little Italy, one of the best lively city in San Diego, Little Italy. So I'm excited to be hosted in Little Italy this year for our three-day show. Amazing. Congratulations all your upcoming success. I look forward to seeing you June. Um, I'm so excited about that show. Can't wait to see what the model selections we have and who's participating this year. I know I worked with a lot of your great models last year and they still follow me on yeah. Instagram. So I love that they, we still have a community and, you know, a network um, going. So again, I appreciate all of your time today. I look forward to highlighting you and supporting you in the years to come. And we look forward to helping you along your sustainability journey as well. Oh, thank you so much, Tiffany, for having me. I had a fun time chatting with you and just, I guess, talking about myself, something I forget to do sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like once you get into it, you're like, oh, yeah, I do know. Why am I nervous? You know, you know me. We've been in contact. We email back and forth every day. Like it's just, you know, it's like we're just catching up on what we do every day, right? That's very much true. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate you again and I'll look forward to talking to you soon. All right. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Have a nice day. You too. Bye. Bye.